Hi everyone, Rabbi Yisrael Bernath here with a Torah Thoughts for Parshat Yitro. So you probably have heard the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It's an old fairy tale. A little girl named Goldilocks chanced upon a house in the woods where three bears lived. The house was empty, but there were three bowls of porridge on the table. One was too hot, the next one was too cold, and the third one was just right. Not too hot, not too cold. And then she tried their chairs and their beds, and the same thing happened. One bed was too hard, the next too soft, and the third one was just right. Then the bears returned home, and they gradually discover what happened to their porridge, that someone had been sitting in their chairs and sleeping in their beds, and they came upon Goldilocks sleeping in that quote-unquote just-right bed. Frightened and startled, she jumped out of the window and ran away. And that's the end of the classic story. It's a silly old fairy tale. Everyone knows that. But as the Baal Shem Tov said, there's a lesson to be learned from everything. Most say that it's a moral lesson about respecting other people's property. It highlights the dangers of entitlement and the risks of trespassing. There is no doubt a very important lessons, and especially for children and teaching them. So why all the emphasis in the story on her trying the three bowls of porridge, testing out the three different chairs and the three different beds? I think there's another lesson here that has uses in every area of science and human endeavor, and that's called the Goldilocks principle or the Goldilocks zone. Our planet Earth is said to be in the Goldilocks zone, neither too far nor too close to the sun, in a just right place that is perfect to support life. A Goldilocks economy is when there's enough growth to sustain the economy, but not too much growth that it causes high inflation. In politics, there are well-known extremes of the left and the right and the all-too-quiet center. The Goldilocks principle can be found everywhere. Maimonides speaks of the Goldilocks principle when he advocates for the middle road in most areas of life, a sustainable and healthy balance that doesn't go too far to either extreme. And this week we read about the giving of the Torah. You find the Goldilocks principle at play here as well. There's a popular medrash that describes God looking around for the best venue for the giving of the Torah. One mountain said he was the tallest, and the other mountain said she was most beautiful. But God chose Sinai because of its humility. There wasn't the tallest, and it wasn't the prettiest, but it was humble. The Alter Rebbe asks, If looking for humility, why go with a mountain at all? Maybe you should choose a valley instead. Isn't a valley more humble? The Rebbe explains that humility doesn't mean to be a doormat. Humility is compatible with a sense of pride, with a sense of confidence. A healthy self-esteem is the balance between the extremes of arrogance on the one hand and a lack of self-respect on the other. There's a Goldilocks point in the middle that allows for confidence and pride, yet is filled with humility. 
So on a mountain like Sinai, that would be the perfect spot. Not too lowly like a valley and not too haughty like a mighty mountain. Sinai was just right. On a deeper level, the giving of the Torah had a deeper Goldilocks principle at work. Hasidus and Kabbalah explain that a core mission of the giving of the Torah is about the fusion and synthesis of the physical and the spiritual. Each mitzvah is a blend of the spiritual and the physical, and our lives as Jews are intended to be a fusion of both. Shabbat is a wonderful example of how we can blend the physical and spiritual in a beautiful harmony. People can err on either side of the equation. Some might be too spiritual and lose touch with the mission and connect to the physical. Others are very into the physical side of things but aren't infusing enough spirituality and holiness in it. Hitting the right spot, finding the optimum blend of spiritual and physical can be quite the challenge. That's the Goldilocks zone of where heaven and earth meet. As part of the preparations leading up to the giving of the Torah, God tells Moses to first speak to the house of Jacob and then to the sons of Israel. The rabbis teach us that house of Jacob is a reference to Jewish women and that God introduced the Torah to them first before introducing it to the men. And the language is different too. It's a softer tone with the women and a firmer tone with the men. There are all kinds of explanations why men and women get addressed differently and why women first. I like to use the Goldilocks principle to explain it. The synthesis of spiritual and physical is a mission for all of us, every single person, men and women alike. But for some, this synthesis and harmony comes more naturally, and for some it takes more effort. Generally speaking, women have a knack for combining the spiritual and physical. They're more in tune with themselves and with their spirituality. To use the language of the verse, women create softer edges where the spiritual and physical meet. Women have a way to make them flow more easily from one to the other. And that's why women were spoken to first. And with that softer theme, to set the tone for the mission and purpose of the Torah, which its point was to bring heaven down to earth. Chabad is supposed to model that synthesis. We all work hard to make it happen. The role women play in making the spiritual and physical connection seamless, soft around the edges, and wonderfully harmonious experience. It's lots of fun to use a story like Goldilocks as a parable for a Torah concept. And the Goldilocks principle of that optimal point blending extremes is is very good. But what about the bears? Wasn't Goldilocks trespassing and eating their porridge? She had no business in being in their home. And I think there's a very important message in the Torah here as well. Our goal is to take our world and make it a dwelling place for godliness. Our mission 
is to fuse the spiritual and physical in our lives. But you don't need to go to the bear's house to do that. In fact, you shouldn't. Kabbalah calls this Chalkicha Ba'olam, your spot in this world. Our mission is for our own space, for our own porridge, and for our own bed. We're supposed to take our place in this world, our living and workspaces, our social circles, and all that we interact with and uplift it and transform it and connect it with holiness and meaning. But we can't uplift someone else's porridge. That's their job. It's their place to uplift their lives. Here's another spiritual lesson from Goldilocks. Don't be trying out someone else's life situation. Don't dream of some ideal circumstance. Our divine mission is with who we are and what we have. It's our place to be ourselves and to live out our lives to the fullest. And my blessing to you today is may the Goldilocks principle be a Goldilocks blessing for all of us. May we be blessed to connect the spiritual and physical in our lives. And may everything be just right. Shabbat Shalom. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Lots of love, lots of light. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Have a fantastic week. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course, I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships, to wealth, to happiness and balance. This special offer has been dedicated in loving memory of Ellie Dorfman. I look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy the course. Now on to today's episode.